3: Back at it again for another edition of the 1215 Club. It is my Ariel here, joined as always by Eric Big German, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Marvin Prince. We got Dan with us, Dan Spinois.
0: Yeah, kind of forced you to come in. <laughs> I was, I was almost out the door. Uh, what are you doing now? And I knew as soon as Mario said it, I was like, "What are you doing right now?" I go leaving. Do you, you wouldn't want to join us on the podcast? Would you? I go, no, I wouldn't. We're going to talk about Todd. I go, okay. we got a legit topic. By the way, I got to change the introduction here. What do you because want? Because. You know, Eric and, and Dylan with their jobs and, and you know, obviously with Marv, okay. their jobs have changed. Like you guys have all got upgraded and I need to do a, a, a new introduction to the podcast. Okay, there. that's fair. Because right. I was listening last week thinking, you know, you guys got promoted. I should be, you know, mentioning that. Okay. Whenever you're ready to do it, we'll do that. Okay. All right. Um, I wanted to
3: ask you about Todd last week coming on and saying that you guys don't give him enough time to book guests.
0: Well, he's right. We don't. But Todd's under the impression that the hardest part of this job is booking the guest, not what you do when you get a guest. Because there are guests who you think are going to be good who aren't, and there are guests where you go – I didn't realize he was going to be or she's, she was going to be that good. But we aren't fair to him, but it's not a fair – it's not equitable. I mean, it's – who knows if you can prepare something two days out or you're going to ask somebody on the West Coast at uh, 530 their time in the morning. I, we're asking to get the right people on. Do the best you can. And if it happens, great. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. Then it's on us for not giving you a heads up. But there are sometimes you come in and you go, boy, this seems to be a bigger story. We should have somebody on from covering the Lakers. Now, the night before, we don't look at it that way. But, you know, I heard Todd. I heard Todd last week where he was kind of whining a little bit about how we're not sensitive to him. So I'm like, You're, he's right, but shut up. You know, just – Let's go. we got to do a job. I didn't think I was going to get that. I didn't think we were going to get that,
3: that you were going to agree with him. I didn't think we were going to get that out of you uh, agreeing with Todd
0: to a certain extent. I, I, I agree with him, but he has to understand the magic happens when you get a guest, not when you're trying to book somebody. But I want to be fair to him because that's his job. That's his main job is to try to secure people. Sometimes you don't know exactly when you're going to need somebody, at what time you're going to need them. And therefore, yes, it is unfair, but that's his job. Is there a better way that Todd could go about communicating these things with you and the guys? Well, passive aggressive doesn't help. Let's put it that way. Um, he's, He's conveyed it. But it it doesn't change. It's not like we go, boy, let's not tell Todd who we need until tomorrow morning. (laughs) But in his mind, he thinks, well, why why couldn't we decide on a baseball guest the night before? We don't know what's going to happen in the games. He's asking us to have a crystal ball and say, hmm, I think the uh, Commander's Bears game is going to be really bad. Let's get somebody on. Okay, I don't know how bad it's going to be, what kind of comments are going to be afterwards. You don't know that. And and I think you got to be fair. I don't want to have a guest on for guest's sake, and he knows that. Mm-hmm. But Todd throws pity parties occasionally. Some are real, some are fair, and then other ones are just like, oh, woe is me, you know, like he's got the toughest job in the building. That's why I think he comes on this show to throw those yes, pity parties. Yes, he does. Parties. And I listen to every <laughs> one of these 1215 podcasts. <laughs> Eric?
1: So you used the analogy earlier saying that um, Todd is the guy who brings you the paint and the canvas yeah. and wants the credit for the finished artwork. Yes. But then you also said that, so that makes you an artist, yeah. right? But then you also said that you, when you see artwork, this all happened this week, when you see artwork that you just feel like you have to touch it. Yes. So is there some sort of correlation you think like the, the artistry of what you do, which, which there is a big art to the interview and all that. But then in terms of like actually being a painter, or or you talked about also like being a musician and, and that you wish you could play guitar or play piano. Um, so do you think that there's some sort of connection between your attraction to art and but things that you can't necessarily do or you aren't as good at as doing interviews and, and doing the show? No. Okay, thanks.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wind up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah big pitch. wind up. And here's the pitch. No. <laughs> Del? Um, I think Todd's also kind of like drinking, uh, tequila. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the rocks. It's cutting season. So, okay. No frills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Todd's also kind of like the, uh, like the look in today, the two protesters who threw the soup at the painting too. So he'll bring you the materials, but he'll also cover in proverbial tomato soup as well. Sometimes I think when he gets a little wound
0: up, is there a question
4: It was not uh,
0: in my in my head. There was a question. I don't think it came
4: out that way. Um, But would you agree with that? That sometimes Todd Muddies can muddy the waters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's going on here? Uh, so we have Dan Patrick on <laughs> yeah, the top what is, right now. What's going on here? How do you think Hi, we're as doing? As
4: not well. No
0: not, right oh. no,
3: not right now. Oh. We've done like 104 I know, episodes. I know, 100. I know. You missed the 100th episode. No
0: big deal. No, I, mean, I heard it. I know, but I don't need great. to be on it. I thought you going to celebrate I with just, us.
2: <coughs> I just talked for three hours. <laughs> that's fair. Hmm. Mark. Yes, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> eyes <in the> back, <laughs> Eyes in the back of your head. Yeah. Hey, so is Mario kind of fritzy-like? where he constantly needs some type of reassurance or attention or something. I, I thought this
0: just had to do with Todd not getting A.J. Pruszynski on at the end of the show.
2: Oh, This I, is like a couch.
0: I wanted to ask you more so about the Oh, wait. So what's this, is this about Todd with getting what? upset about the booking? Yes. Oh, so that's from last
3: week. Yeah, you, got, you brought that up at the end of the show during the Trigger segment today. Oh, okay. So that's what I really wanted to ask oh, you Oh, okay.
0: So what's the question? we did it already we did that part oh okay and then Marv what did you (laughs) what was your question is Mario the Fritzy of the 1215 podcast Mario does need a constant acknowledgement I wouldn't say constant (laughs) yeah yeah that he he definitely like Rob will walk into the room and not acknowledge me he just goes to where he needs to go and then we do a look in and then he leaves Or weeks comes in, you know, is not waiting to be acknowledged for anything. You walk in and you want to be acknowledged for something. Just want to be sociable. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to the guys. See how you guys' days
3: are doing. You know, not to be acknowledged necessarily. Just
0: say hi to you guys. You're needy. Shoot the. You're needy. Shoot the breeze. You're, a look, bit. you're, you're a, uh, an only child. I am. That's so good. you're very you're used to mommy <laughs> acknowledging you. And, 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 and I get it. I mean, I try to get it. I, I've, you know, six kids in my family. You got no acknowledgement whatsoever. Yeah. So you're always waiting or fighting for it. You, you're proactive. You're like, mommy, how am I doing? You're doing well, Mario. Nice job. You did a great job. I think I've learned how to take some criticism in
3: this job. I think this job has helped me evolve a little bit, to say. I think to
0: survive, you have to be able to take grief. I think you've taught me that. Yes. It's like at the end of the day, you're having fun in the context of the show. And if we give you grief, you know, Fritzy, I could say to Fritzy, do you want me to acknowledge you or not acknowledge you? And by acknowledging you, I might make fun of you. He'll take that over, Not I will not be ignored. Like that's his, you know, <laughs> that's his big line. But I think he he likes being involved in it, even if you're going to be the butt of a joke. Bill?
4: Um Well, it's kind of like uh, any press is good press sort of. Like you'd rather well, I
0: don't or- buy into that, but I always say that to the Danettes. Until you're on the receiving end of that, then tell me if any publicity is good publicity, because there is such a thing as negative. Uh, well, no, it's it's like people on Twitter. Nine out of ten could say, "Boy, that was great," and then one could say, "You know, y- you're riding Overman's Ob- coattails or something," and you are like, "Wow, where did that come from?" Well,
4: most of the people like commenting online, I think, are usually skewing negative, anyways, because they're.
0: Well, for whatever reason they're trying to entertain those are people who don't do this but they probably think they could do it and then they want to entertain everybody and show them how clever they are or how observant or what they would have done in a situation i understand it 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 just i i don't witness uh that i'm not on twitter at what point at what point did you stop
3: looking at social media because i've never been on social media
0: you've never looked at it like don't care no if we make a mistake, if I make a mistake, or there's something we need to know and it can be beneficial for the show, or you know, they make fun of us and it's legitimate, then great. Then Seton'll see it or Polly, but do not I f I don't I don't need it. Don't I don't need for you to tell me, Boy, great job and then have somebody say you know, you're a hack or whatever, you're overrated or why don't you retire? It just—I don't—I don't need either one of them or care about either one of them. I appreciate it if you watch, appreciate if you listen, appreciate if you interact with the show. But you know, nine can be great. The one that's negative is the one that stays with you, and I'm just not interested in that.
2: Marv, all right, kind of switching topics real quick. Sorry, DP. One last question, Eric in Tampa, Ooh. your thoughts? <laughs> Go.
0: I had a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm thinking what what exactly is happening here. And then I I think I I gauged Seaton's reaction and then I realized that there was something else going on there that that was the first I don't remember anybody and that's why I was like, well, you know, my voice does turn people on. <laughs> and then you're like, how can we tiptoe around it and do it in a way where we're having fun but we're not you know going overboard with it that's really the 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 fun part but the tricky part is how can you do it where there's almost that subtle humor attached to it mm-hmm. where it's not over the top and you're like oh, okay we got it i love when it's just something that's a little more soft landing there probably not the best word to use there in that situation <laughs> in there Del? Uh, was there any
4: part of you that thought it was like he had someone doing a bit or like a joke or something? Because that was yeah. my first thought. But then I was like, when you guys played it back, I was like, that sounds unintentional. I mean, it I could know.
0: have been. It could have been somebody who was by himself. Uh, <laughs> but it, like, I wasn't quite sure. And you're you're picking up. A lot of times when I go to somebody, they've been on hold for a while. And... If you've been on hold at any point, like you're calling in to fix your credit card and somebody comes back to you and you're saying something to somebody or you're doing something, these people can be on hold for 60 minutes, 70 minutes. Yeah. And whatever happens in the interim, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> don't need to know what's going on. Sometimes you do find out what's going on. And Eric in Tampa, that's yeah, a Place in history, this show. When you're the first to do something on this show after 16 years, that's saying a lot. Well, Dan. That's it? That's all we got. I just, we just What's want the rest we of the show so I don't have to listen to it?
3: <laughs> I think some of, like, Sean said he's gotten some idiosyncrasies from the show. Yeah. So I think we're going to talk a little bit about that. Mm. Uh, maybe a little bit more Todd,
0: kind of pouting. He was pouting when I came yes, back he was Friday. Yes, he was. And then he didn't want to eat... And I said, it's okay. No, no, I'm fuming. And I go, you're fuming? Okay. It didn't happen. You did your job. A.J. Presinsky overslept. Mm-hmm. Fox PR did their job. It's just A.J. overslept.
3: Will you hear from him this weekend?
0: About huh? that? Oh, no, I already have, because he sent me a screen grab of Fox PR saying, you know, hey, blah, 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 blah this is what happened, just so – we, he always does this. If we ask for the commissioner and we get something, you know, PR from the NFL, and they're like, oh, this is what they said, you know, just to let me know that he did his job. So I don't think I'll hear from Todd on this. I hope I don't hear from Todd on this because there's nothing else to add. Other than he'll go, uh, A.J. Prezinski wants to do next Wednesday at, uh, you know, 920. And that'll be the next time I hear about this. So we'll clip this out and send it to him just
3: to make sure that you're good and you don't hear from him. Todd?
0: Yeah. No, I'll go right outside and tell him. You will. Todd, I don't want to hear from you. I don't know if you wanted <laughs> to speak to him anymore today. So No, I said goodbye to him before you guys got me at the door. But I was like, <laughs> um, see you, Todd. Have a great weekend. <laughs> okay. All right. You too. So I know he's not going to have a good weekend. This this will stay with him at least till Saturday. Next, this no, Saturday? This, yeah, oh. it'll, it'll stay with him overnight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll be a little bit. And then he'll watch baseball AJ Prusinski doing the Padres and the Dodgers tonight. And then he's going to be <laughs> MF <MFing> and AJ Prusinski. <laughs> and then he should have been on the show. And if Prusinski says something interesting tonight, and the top. I, I already know how this works out. <laughs> Well, uh, that's all we got. All right. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. Hope you have a and, great weekend, too. Uh, thank you for, for letting me be part of the 1215 podcast. Thank you for joining us, Dan. All right. Thank you. That I'll leave Dan you guys Patrick, to, to your, You're just doing, your stuff and things.
3: You're doing anything good this
0: weekend, Dan? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's going on a hunger strike. Yeah. Bye, Dan. We'll see Bye. you next
3: time. That was Dan Patrick, everyone. I got him at the door. I just saw him walking out. And just you know, throw it out there, Eric.
1: I know my question was a little deep and probably way too wordy, but that wasn't a terrible question. It was a deep question. I'm just saying, like he talks about art, and he says that interviewing is an art. And that, oh god, we're gonna
3: Eric's getting a fire call. If you guys don't know, Eric is a volunteer fireman in his town. That's true. So that's the
4: uh, sound that's coming in right now. No and I'm a volunteer arsonist too so it's kind of the yin and yang um but I was going to say we definitely didn't um, Hopeful, <laughs> so Dylan think uh you. well Eric's question was kind of honestly it did I kind of confused me too but then I followed it up with not even asking a question so we kind of got the old one two punch in there but really the real criminal here is Mario pulling like the worst dude move of all time when someone's like leaving a party and you're like Oh, hold up a sec! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, nah, I'm got it. You're like, just five minutes. I was hoping to get like some,
3: maybe some like positive criticism, Marvin. Then you threw me under the bus like you
2: usually do. Yeah, and it was it was deserved. Yeah, it Look, was. You didn't. Dan was out of like walking out of the door.
3: Oh, no, not not about that. No, you saying that I was just looking for acknowledgement. I was hoping him he, he would say, like, oh, you guys should change this up about the podcast and that, that up about the podcast. Give us some another nugget of wisdom.
2: No, but we're not here for that, though. And then you threw me under the bus again, Marv. A moving bus at that. I don't trust you anymore. I wouldn't either. Still?
4: I mean, it did sort of, in, in one way, sort of sound like his own real criticism. It did sort of circle back to you. Like, you were the only real, you know, transitively or not issue that Dan seemed to have with your constant need for affirmation and stuff like that.
3: Can't be doing that bad of a job. I've been hosting for about 100 episodes. I've probably missed like Uh, four or five. Missed a
4: few in there. Yeah,
3: that's why. 100. Yeah. Probably my 100th episode. So, Dan was here for my 100th episode.
4: Uh, You can be right a million times. You only
3: have to be wrong once, you know? Nah. Clock's right twice time two times uh twice at two times. <laughs> <laughs> twice at two times eric anything interesting on the uh, fire call uh
1: no I don't know why someone called the fire department um, it says fire in a burn barrel calling lots or causing lots of smoke um right so it's a contained fire okay yeah sure we'll fly there and put some water on it these people are crazy they're crazy dog although there were two structure fires this week so it's been a busy week Oh wow! Yeah, you went to both of them. Uh, Unfortunately, no, I I wasn't able to make it to them. But it's been a busy week. It's you know, it's funny. Like in, um, I have in past lives, I've been a nine one dispatcher, I've been a firefighter one time before. I am going to EMT school soon, but it's like it's kind of a in any of those public service industries. If you are bored, it's like a catch twenty two because you don't want to be busy because then that means something has to happen bad to somebody else. Mm-hmm. right so in the fire service you don't want to wish for a structure fire because that means someone's house is on fire or mm-hmm. some structure somewhere is on fire mm-hmm. but then if you train all the time and you never use the training then it's also kind of frustrating so um anyways two structure fires uh, no i did not make it to either of them it's um i'm still relatively new so it's it's uh like you you the training that you, that I have is not quite up to the par of, of others. So, um, but anyways, uh, yeah, that's the update. Um, I did want to bring up, uh, talking about this week with Seton and Dan, both talking about idiosyncrasies and, mm-hmm. and Dan talking about how Setons, um, have seemed to have gotten more out there. I wonder, and I wanted to ask Dan, but after he shut me down last time, I, on my first well, question, see. I didn't want to ask another one. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, I wonder if the environment, Of the show and not just our show, but like working on like a radio TV show where most of the content is is kind of not shot from the hip, but um, you're kind of always on your toes and you have to pay attention to every little thing because that's where you get some of your funny moments. Mm -hmm. If that um, manifests itself in creating some of the issues that Dan has creating some of the issues that Todd has creating or exacerbating those issues right like so todd's all of his idiosyncrasies is that because when a guest doesn't show up they roast him forever so he just wants to avoid it is seton's issue of um i don't remember what it was like it personally
3: was personally versus personal
1: personal yes. yeah which i'm still not really sure i agree with Seaton saying it's wrong but um but yeah
3: so like does his that other c- one was like chewing yeah. listening which don't i know dan like doesn't them. like for the guys to eat on air, because it just sounds bad on the mic. He's told us not to eat on air or eat during this podcast. Correct. So maybe it's I think ride. that's more of the, the... I thought it was more of the...
1: Well, that happens <laughs> to you even when you just talk, so...
3: <laughs> Sorry if you're out there <laughs> I just. Um
1: But I, what do you guys think? Do you think like just the environment affects that or, or brings it out? Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're doing it for a long time.
3: Yeah. There's a lot of things that I've taken, you know, that I do here, and you guys have bust my chops about that i do outside of here and i'm like oh damn i just did that but nobody really notices them because you guys more so it's more of a thing that i've been constantly doing here and you guys bust my chops at, but still
4: like the like walking around with your chest puffed out sure kind of thing never got
3: anybody told nobody's told me about that before except you guys yeah i haven't changed it though maybe everyone's
4: lying to you maybe because i don't care about your opinion yeah i think you do what 20 years though my idiosyncrasies Mm mm-hmm I don't know. You guys would probably know about it. It's it's kind of a thing I feel like other people notice about you more than you notice about yourself. Fortunately, I'm flawless, so (laughs) um, I don't really have too much to offer in that regard. Right. Um, I guess just being handsome is that one. More of your hands?
3: Has anybody (laughs) ever told you you had small hands before this show?
2: Never small hands, but small feet always. I'm about six feet, maybe six one on a good day. And I wear size 10 and a half shoes. So most people wear 12 or 13s at my height. And so, and my hands are pretty small too, but it's, you know, I've never put my hands up against somebody else's, you know, like how big are your hands until we had to uh, measure our hands for uh, for the show. And that's how I ended up finding out that I had the smallest hands out of all of the uh, Danettes, actually in the entire building. Yeah, that was embarrassing. So, uh, yes, yeah, so actually it wasn't, incredibly embarrassing and super embarrassing yeah for thanks sure. for bringing it up no no no. that's cool it was though no
4: the our um our i guess for lack of a better term office sherlock holmes uh paul paps he uh noticed my when i was sitting in eric's office yesterday i noticed that i have big feet um and he seemed particularly mem- uh, mesmerized about how did he go about communicating that with you um he's like wow what size shoe are you and i was like 13 and then he was like made a couple other, you know, like he had to walk by me. He's like, hey, move your big ass feet. Um, you know, something along those he's lines. He's made some
3: comments because I I mean, I think we've talked about it on this show. I get cold easily. So I've been wearing a jacket around the studio. And a oh. scarf and another jacket. You've been wearing a jacket around the studio too. I'm wearing a hoodie. You've been wearing that Patagonia jacket.
4: Yeah, because I don't feel like taking it off. I'm Sometimes not.
3: Sometimes it's me too. But to my point, I wore it out to, in the studio the other day and he was like, wow you're wearing a jacket i just put a shirt on because it's so hot in here
4: yeah that was a t-shirt right yeah so yeah, then I
3: mean, just to your point that he notices the little he paul, actually, paul so. actually
4: did have a pretty uh fire fit on today too yeah um the camo pants camo yep. pants i wasn't mad at it yeah me neither eric yeah it was kind of funny
1: the camo pants um during a look in paul was making fun of um, one of the, I don't remember who it was, Carson Wentz was wearing a camo shirt. And then I'm like, wait, but you're wearing camo pants. And Weeks actually went from the camo in the monitor to his camo pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh man. Um, yeah, sometimes. Yeah.
4: I got well, nothing to say. He, I you know, mean, he, obviously he forgot he's wearing camo pants. You can't see them. So. Right. He's like John Cena. That's,
3: the, that's yeah. the point of him. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. I think that's all we got. Unless anybody else has something to get off their chest. Some, next week I got we got a things. fun week Chad from Traeger's coming in
1: yeah there's a bunch of stuff going on next week Dan's out Monday so no one's surprised um, but Ross Tucker will be in studio so. hosting and then uh, uh, no one except for the people here will know but I'm out for two days next week doing a site survey for Super Bowl mm-hmm. down in uh, Arizona so I'm going to go do that and then when I get back Chadwick Ward is going to be here and uh, then we have Tire Rack coming in next week it's a busy week <sighs> Um, but it'll be it will be, fun. It'll oh, be and, a little team
4: outing. Eric's leaving me in charge for the two days when he's gone, so you guys better be on top of your stuff. Right. Okay, now.
3: But it's always <laughs> great to see the Traeger people, so it'll be fun. To
1: oh,
4: yeah, that. no. Ch- and he Chad's staying at my house. Always.
3: Awesome. He always
2: stays yep. yep. we, yeah. awesome.
4: we may have to have an evening at your house, Eric, when Chad's here.
2: Thursday
4: night football? Well, I... Kind of it, me inviting myself over, but...
1: I was planning on, on inviting people over for Thursday, but now there's another event going on Thursday, possibly, so.
4: Hmm. Mm. Awkward.
3: Mm.
1: And Friday an op- is something possible, but I have I have to get a very early Saturday morning next week, like, leave the house at 6am. Because it's my birthday. Right, so Friday night would be kind of yeah, yeah i gotta take
3: a flight on saturday morning so right
1: so i mean we could do like a dinner and fire and then could wrap up a little early but my guess is knowing dylan he won't uh he'll like say oh yeah who wouldn't want to be there and then not show up again. oh my god or
3: he'll actually say and he'll make you make reservations with uh him that and include, never happened and then he'll bail on you last but minute I'm because he's going on erroneous a date never know what to expect from dylan it actually really is the most consistent thing about you is you being inconsistent so
4: thank you mario
3: that's all we got for the 12th teen club uh this week for yours truly my area Dylan not sky marvin the prince eric the big german thank you dan for joining us have a good weekend everyone